Hi, welcome to the 58th episode of In The Vitrine. My name is Danny, And this is Nadia. And today we have a very exciting announcement to make. Um, well, some background information leading up to this announcement. So aside from ITV, which I run with Danny and I love, and you know, it's the 58th episode, which is just crazy that we've come this far. Um, I also run this platform called artandmarket.net. And since the beginning of artandmarket.net, I've wanted to launch a fashionandmarket.net. And today is the day. Yay! <laughs> Yay. So, um, Market.net is focused on a Southeast Asian art community and its curatorial business practices. Um, so, here for Market.net, we are going to be focused on Southeast Asian fashion communities' interdisciplinary practices. Yes. And I've known yeah. about this for a while now, um, and we've been talking about this um, idea of how we're going to um, contribute to different aspects of the, um, the sections and how they're going to be modeled after the very um, interesting way that Art and Market um, looks at processes and the right. working practices of artists in Southeast Asia and how yeah. exciting it was to um, have to do the same for fashion as well and to see that there's so much diversity and so much process that um, is being done in this region and yeah definitely i mean um i think part of why this came about is also from us as educators right i mean looking for finding information about southeast asian fashion is not as easy as it might seem um first of all because there isn't that much scholarly research on fashion in the region um, also, I think um, it is fair to say that a lot of the, the research actually comes from outside of Southeast Asia. Right. And also, we have people coming in to look at what's going on here. Um, so sometimes, I think it necessarily has a rather exoticized kind of uh, perspective um, through no fault really of the of the um, researchers, but you know, it's just it's just the way it is. And so we really want to you know, give the voice back um, to, you know, practitioners in the region to have them say their piece um, and to, I think, encourage, you know, more research in, into the area as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I also love the way that you kind of, the way that you would ask us would be to write would be things like, what are you excited about? What are you thinking about? Um, um, and also being very, very mindful to really uh, reach out and see different parts of Southeast Asia, not just like the usual suspects that um, we're more familiar with. Yeah, so I think one of the more um, challenging aspects of artandmarket.net um, is really that it's so easy to find information about Singapore. First of all, because we are based in Singapore, and also because um, there is, I think, much more interest, much more funding um, in creating research in in this country. Um, so over at Art and Market, we're always thinking like, okay, gosh, you know, we have um, this amount of research or this amount of news that's coming out from um, Singapore, but then we must be mindful like, gosh, we also have to look at Malaysia, Cambodia, Vietnam, Thailand, um, Philippines, uh, Myanmar, Brunei, you know, all of these other places as well. So the good thing I think about having a platform like this is that, you know, once you have your schedule out, you're very mindful of like, okay, what am I missing this month? Uh, what do I have to write about next? 
Um, so the good thing about launching fashion and market at this point in time is that other market has been around for two and a half years. And um, I like to think that we're doing pretty well for a young platform. So over other market, we have um, over 11,000 views per month, 11,000 unique views per month. And we have like 8,000 visitors um, <laughs> each month. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that's quite something. And we're hoping that we can also grow a, a fashion and market community. And I think that's partly why we're going to call it fam so it's like um a family of sorts a community of sorts okay so it's different from a and m um but yeah it, it's working on the same premise and i think i wanted to also explain the words and market so art and market we started because we thought like you know it wasn't enough to just talk about artistic and curatorial practices but also business practices because i mean there's no mistake about it right i mean art is a business and you know artists need to pay the bills as well right galleries need to pay the bills so um we want to also make sure that we cover that aspect of you know the operational side of things um how to get a career launched um for example for someone who's just graduated or you know what are things that people are doing to stay afloat or to pivot so that they can um remain um solvent in um this this climate so all of these things are part of what what we're going to do for fashion and market as well. Um, so I wanted to also say thank you to Danny for being one of the first contributors to fashion and market. Um, so Danny has written a few articles that you will see when you go to the website. Um, Danny, you want to tell us more about, first of all, the Josiah Chua piece? Yes, I'm really excited because it was something that I wanted to um, explore. So I have uh, one of my ex-classmates who is in the fashion industry in Singapore. His name is Josiah Chua and he's a fashion stylist. But we are kind of like almost like nerds about um, young Singapore designers from the 2000s because there was the time when we were both students and there were a lot of multi-level stores and there were a lot of young designers like Baleen, Woods and Woods. Um, who really inspired um, us as young fashion designers. Of course. So he's been collecting garments from this era into like uh, really a self-funded archive of sorts. Um, so that's one of the articles that, I'm write, that I've written uh, with some beautiful images of the finishings of the actual garments. So really looking at the physical and materiality of the garments as well. And of course, interviewing Josiah and his perspective of why he's uh, putting so much care and putting so much um, attention into kind of archiving this little bit of uh, fashion history in Singapore. So that's something I'm really excited to share um, and to be yes. able to, um, for people to be able to read into once it's out. Yeah, and you know, this is one of the stories that really launched a new category that we do not have at other market that is new and unique to fashion and market and that is material and visual stories. So, um, you know, this really fits the bill because it is about material stories, right? Looking at, you know, these beautiful creations by a generation of Singapore fashion designers that are no longer active, you know, but that represent um, a part of fashion history locally, you know, that's important. And I think what's amazing is also the fact that Josiah has taken it upon himself to create this story, right, for himself or this collection, this archive for himself. So yeah, I really enjoyed um, reading the story and I'm sure you guys will too. Another story that Danny has written is on um, an exhibition um, by the Queen Surikit Textile Museum. Am I getting this right? I'm not sure if that's the full name. Um, on Google Arts and Culture. 
Yes. You want to talk about that? So this one is not um, a new exhibition. It's been, um, it was around um, physically first. And then when the whole Google Arts and Culture project kind of launched in 2017, um, it launched along with like uh, over a hundred different institutions creating specific digital exhibitions for Google Arts and Culture. So um, I'm doing a review of a digital exhibition for this. And um, I really enjoyed um, writing this piece as well, because as Nadia mentioned earlier, as educators, sometimes it's really, um, you really have to look very hard to find things about this region, but it's something that we take very seriously as um, educators to, to make sure that that perspective um, that is near to us is also shown in, in, our, in, our, in our classes and our lectures and that we're not always um, very Western-centric. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, the Western sort of like repositories of information are slowly kind of expanding to the region. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, I mean, it's an afterthought, right? Or it's like, you know, the, the next step in the process. But for us, we're starting from the region first. And so we're hoping that we will, it will be an aggregation of all the information you need if you're looking about, uh, looking up something to do with Southeast Asian fashion. So um, some other stories we have in this, you know, this launch, um, there are two interviews, one with the Indonesian fashion designer Toton Janwa of Toton the Label, um, a, a brand that I love so much. They have beautiful collections and also stories that go with them. And Toton is such a thoughtful designer. And I'm sure you'll see that in the questions that we asked Toton. So another thing that, you know, we pride ourselves on at Art and Market, you know, is really diving deep into like thoughts and motivations and like how are things done? done. Um, so Toton tells us all about these things, you know, which he also thinks very deeply about um, when he put into his collection when growing his brand. So that's one to read. Another is uh, an interview I conducted with the Singapore photographer Russell Wong. So again, um, that also goes towards demystifying, you know, like, hmm, how does Russell do it, you know, right? Like, how has he been able to sustain his practice for such a long time? What keeps him going? Um, but we also try to ask more technical questions like, what cameras do you use? You know, how do you like put together a shot and things like that? So that's what you can look forward to in future interviews as well. Um, and I wanted to give um, a shout out to Rohai because Rohai wrote an analytical piece. So we are also going to do some um, analysis on fashion in the region, probably more business focused. So he has talked to a few Malaysian fashion designers about how they are preparing um, for, well, for the month of Ramadan, for Hari Raya Puasa, how are they selling to their customers at a time when, you know, physical stores are not really accessible in Malaysia. Um, so you can see that it's a mix of, I guess, what you call like the nerdier things or the more academic side of fashion, but also the commercial aspects, um, also, you know, just personal practices. So it's a it's a whole mixed pot of things. And we're so excited to share more with you as the months go by. Um, and for now on the website, there aren't that many stories because we're just so eager to launch already. Um, but just bear with us as we populate it with stories. We promise you that, you know, we will always be looking for new things to discover and um, present to you, you know, just well-researched pieces that are still accessible reading. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and on that note, I thought to also, we should also say that we are going to be um, integrating in the vitrine or ITV into FEM. 
Um, so we are still going to keep the Instagram account um, active. But um, from now on, any new episodes we will be announcing on the Fashion and Market Instagram account. So that's Fashion and Market underscore. Sorry, because Fashion and Market is already taken. <laughs> so Fashion and Market underscore. It's an inactive account. I've been trying very hard to get it, but I can't. So it's going to just be Fashion and Market underscore. You can recognize us by the logo, which is FAM with a line underneath. And yeah, we're really excited for you to join us on this journey. Yes. Hey. So there you have it, episode 58. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening to In The Vitrine so far. Uh, we are so looking forward to sharing more with you in the months to come. Bye.